me, Osama Bin Laden. I'm back. You thought I was away, but no, my spirit lingers on in the hearts and minds of the brave Mujahideen fighters. And lo and behold, Mr. Joe Biden turns his cranky tail away while old Mr. Osama gets what he asked for. And you know, I win. I win in the end, because I'm a winner. I'm the best winner out of all of them. Uh, Osama Bin Laden, king of the Bin Ladens. I beat up all the other Bin Ladens. Noor, Noor, you excommunicated. You like Donald Trump? I don't like him. I think he's tacky. He's too tacky for Osama, who was a man of taste who in his compound would frequently watch Cars 2. This is me, the man who watches Cars 2. Man, too. why, man, he doth bestride the narrow world like a colossus, and we petty men walk under his huge legs and peep about to find ourselves dishonorable graves. It's very true, Julius Caesar. It's very true. I, I, I am a man that walks on dishonorable graves. The graves of silly Americans. You silly Americans, Chris Kyle. I see you there, Chris Kyle, you silly American. I walk on your grave. I'm Osama. The fault, dear Osama, is not in our stars, but in ourselves, that we are underlings. Brutus and Osama, what should be in that Osama? Why should that name be sounded more than yours? Write them together. Yours is as fair a name. Sound them. It doth become the mouth as well. Weigh them. It is as heavy. Conjure with them. Well, I tell you, Mr. Julius Caesar, the only stabbing in the back you're going to get is my uh, pinouche and your anouche, if you know what I mean. My pinouche. Your pinouche. pinouche. Your pinouche, huh? Your pinouche. In your anouche. Upon what meat doth this our Caesar feed that he is close so great? <laughs> Listen, Julius, we're going to go for lox and cream cheese bagels on the Upper West Side. It's Upper West Side, Osama. It's Sex in the City, Osama. I'm a carry. I've always been a carry. I've always been open carry. Sex Boom. In the, Boom. Sex in the city, you say? When could they say till now that talked of Rome that her wide walls encompassed but one man? <laughs> there you go. Her wide walls encompassing one man. That's exactly like what happened when uh, Carrie got with Big for the second time and she cheated on poor Aiden. Uh, you know, we watched that at the compound. We watched all of Sex in the City compound. Sinful women, sinful shicks as they are. But oh my God, the, the pageantry and the costumes, you know, uh, we, we, it's haram, of course, but it, it's beautiful. It's still beautiful, you know. Okay, well, I can't... Uh, my, You're not I, continuing gonna, the bit of, <laughs> of gay Jewish Upper West Side Osama Bin Laden and, uh, uh, and Julius Caesar? I, <laughs> and Julius Caesar monologues. I, I, this wasn't a good comedy routine. Good. No, it it's is not good. a good comedy routine good. for I you. Just, it's not good enough. <laughs> uh, I'm just now. Like you don't like you don't like Upper West Side. You know, I got into Vampire Weekend for about a weekend. Terrible. It's just terrible. You, to, you there's like certain words you have to say so I can make it make sense. And I'm in this one speech, and it doesn't seem like <laughs> just, just do this. Just do the speech. You don't have to. You don't have to tweak it for oh. Osama. Well, here's one about how bad Old things baby are. Osama, you know. How one finger, two finger, three finger <laughs> Osama. That's what they call me. Three finger Osama. <laughs> uh, why, why do you bring up Osama on this, the day of the collapse of the Afghanistan government? The Republic is collapsing. Uh, 
Yeah, because the spirit of old Bin Laden lives on. He's he's just like as we alluded to before, Star Wars they're they're basically Mujahideen. So like Osama bin Laden, Obi Wan Kenobi like is advising all these Taliban from beyond the grave, uh, you know, giving him his force powers. And you know, they're they're fighting the Empire. Mm-hmm. Well, the Taliban uh, is different than the Mujahideen. Who the, are the Mu the Musha the yeah, it's a general term. Um yeah, I, I think the Mujahideen were fighting the Soviets. The Soviets. Muja, I have no idea. Oh, we're we're yeah. idiots. Yeah, I don't we're know. Dumbasses. So anyway, I'm seeing two different kinds of takes on Twitter. I'm seeing just like glee, like ha yeah. ha 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 ha. This is what you get, <laughs> America. Funny. Ha ha ha. Your empire building is terrible. And yeah. then I'm getting like the pod save uh, writers are like, you guys are racist because it's <laughs> it's bad what's happening in Afghanistan, and yeah. um, it's been bad. I'm pretty sure it's been bad there. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh, it's uh, what, what do you want? Do you think you can come in? And you, it's just the futility of it strikes me more. It was always going to be bad, and there was no version of uh, Afghanistan where America could come in and fix all the problems with it and be welcomed as saviors I mean, by everybody. We could like the thing is we could afford to. Like, we have enough money and resources to just keep, like, 50,000 troops there forever or whatever it sure. takes. We do have that much money. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, it's largely uh, the Trump the heralded the era of American imperialism being sort of unpopular in the mind of most people. I think it's generally in the minds of everybody— they think that Iraq and Afghanistan were huge wastes of money. Not everybody. Like, the real Pod Save America Cretans are like, yes, keep troops there forever. But those are only, like, these are, like, D.C. weirdos. that uh, And, like, the hangers-on of D.C. weirdos, which maybe accounts for, like, what, 20% of the voting population? The other 80% mm. are normal, like, could see see the wars as just tremendous mistakes. Well, it's these people just, they can't get it out of their heads that if america sees a human rights abuse then america has to send in the troops yeah which is you know well-intentioned i guess but it 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 has never worked out well send in the troops it's like send in those wacky we just make things worse for you yeah so it's a, it uh, is sad. It's a sad. It's a tragedy. Um, change the army to the violent fuck force, you know, and then we'll see how many people want to fund it in Congress. This is the kind of thing the UN is was created to help with, though. Like, yeah, the UN is toothless. Um, yes. Well, it's or it's just largely beholden to America, which funds it and also houses it and yeah, is responsible I mean, for its organization. I guess I think it's. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know enough about the UN to say. But it, it's well, also just like in dog. every UN deployment, you just have bad PR. You just hear enough about UN soldiers and all the terrible rapes at refugee camps in Africa. Mm. All these guys with UN helmets on. Well, do you think I the know, UN condoms have like little UN symbols on them? I know, like the yeah. Well, oh yeah, because they're raping with condoms. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Got to be safe. Well, you know, if anything, if we need a distraction, Haiti just had another huge earthquake. 
Um, 700 people and counting have died in Haiti from a huge earthquake. So we can just send our troops straight from Afghanistan to Haiti. Just the Clinton's dream is just uh, a presence in Haiti uh, while also being harmful to Haiti. Yeah. Also, the Red Cross apparently is terrible. Uh, Well, that seems like a broad thing to no, say. No, I mean in Haiti, oh. like specifically in Haiti, like the Red Cross is known for squan- ha- having squandered millions of dollars. I Yeah, I've squandered. I'm sure you've squandered. Who among I've us I've squandered, not- but I'm not responsible <laughs> for restructuring Haiti. I didn't say, I didn't, not like Hillary Clinton says, okay. I'm in charge of this but country. But you're responsible for other things and you've squandered. When it gets down to it, you know, who who hasn't squandered? I've squandered I 10 years. I squandered 10 whole years of my life. On the uh, bottle. Yeah. The deadly, the deadly fire water. The bottle. And now it's I, not, it's yeah. not squandering. It's wandering. No, it's squandering. And now, sometimes when you wander, you go on a journey. I, uh, yeah, the journey of learning how to uh, induce a blackout at, mm-hmm. at will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a useful skill. I mean, it, I I only used it once. Um, I would be, I would love to see the Marvel character like Blackout Man. <laughs> he just blacks He's like, out. Hey guys, I heard there's trouble. I'm gonna black out for the next hour and a half. <laughs> but that, I mean, if you like, if he had superpowers while he was blackout, that's me, bro. That's me. I'm like blackout. I get superpowers also when I'm blackout drunk, bro. <laughs> I could like climb trees to utility poles and shit, yeah, and can... then get shocked by the utility poles, but feel nothing. Cause Blackout I guess man, he can break every bone in his body and not notice until the next day. Blackout man, I can become the same guy like my father was, bro. Is that I can carry on his legacy? Upper East Side Osama bin Laden. No, this this is uh, this is Providence, Rhode Island, Italian Buddha. You're trapped in samsara. This is John John Travolta, Providence. (laughs) Ah, jeez. You're trapped in samsara. You got to go through the reincarnation modes, you know, until you achieve, you know, in order to be a Buddha, you have to have a special mark on your penis. How about this for a movie idea? We get, we get Travolta, but it's not old Travolta. We We do that effect where we make him look young. Right. And he has to do the same accent from Saturday Night Fever that you're doing. And he's playing Muhammad, the prophet. The prophet Muhammad. And then we set, export that movie to Afghanistan, show it to the Taliban, and they get so angry that they just start making mistakes all over. And then we don't even have to invade. We just did a cultural invasion. <laughs> And <laughs> we do culture jamming. We do ad busters, exactly. but to, to the prophet. Uh, <laughs> they made the prophet so. Muhammad young John Travolta. This is so offensive. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Yeah, it's just Muhammad going, ah, jeez, a lot. He's a sweat hog. He's a regular sweat. And then preying on young men at the gym at 3 a.m. Oh, what a, great, <laughs> what a great Twitter post that was. Yeah, yeah. Or was yeah. it on Facebook? That I think you're thinking. I think we're thinking of the same one where the guy is like, "Guess who I met at the gym at 3 a.m." <laughs> it's a smiling, <laughs> leather-faced He's John like, Travolta. John Travolta's got his arm around the guy's like hips. 
<laughs> yeah, half chubs pointing to the left. Uh, <laughs> I love John Travolta. He's a he's a walking he's a walking time machine. You feel like you know all of Hollywood when you look into his eyes. Ah, oh, Hollywood. What a mm-hmm. magical place. Uh, Hollywood, they call it. You ever been to Hollywood? I have, actually. I've been to L.A. once. Wow. Uh, I went to a screening at the Cine Family, which was then revealed to be Hollywood style, apparently chock full of sexual predators. So, Hollywood, baby! So the screening you went to had sexual predators in it. No, no. Apparently, the managers of the screening screeners of Cine Family, some of them contain sexual predators. Well, who among us has not a family member who is a sexual predator? All of those like weird alt projection projection, like uh, like the Alamo Draft House that had a bunch of sexual predators. And who among us has not a family member in the CIA? And who among us is not a family member in the CIA who is also a sexual predator, who is ironically investigating himself? Yeah. Uh, The president should be allowed to investigate himself. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's like, that should be a power. Like, you're the most powerful guy on earth and you can't even, like, you can't even, people don't even trust you. That's not that's not fair, you know? You earn their trust by getting their votes. Well, you the know? most powerful man in New York decided to let an investigation proceed, and now he's out of a job. Mm. So. Look, I didn't know how far the line had been crossed, you know? I, I, <laughs> I touch you a little. I sniff you a little. I, you know, dab, dab my tongue on your eyes a little, trying to get some of the tears out a little. So, Governor Cuomo, we're hearing that you are telling people that it's your mother who taught you to do this? My mother, she would, she would tongue my eyes and, uh, you know, she would say to me, you're my big boy, Andrew Cuomo, get in this little dress, you're my sweet little missy, and we'll do it all over again. We'll dance for your father, dance for Mario. And Mario would say, I don't have time for you. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's what inspired me to become governor. So you, as a little boy governor, were, were dressed up in a dress in front of your father to please him by dancing. And yet he did not no, find the see, time. No, you see, you have misunderstood okay. the story. <laughs> I was in a dress and I was, it was my mother who thought it was a good idea. And then my father rejected me. Okay. So... That is why I I fell in love with, you know, just pretty little things, you know? I just liked pretty little things. And I didn't know it was a crime to admire pretty little things. And, and you okay? have to have them, you might say. I, I have, I must have them, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's not at all because your your father... The, the better governor ignored you during these... Yes, yes, he would often call himself Good Cuomo, and he would call, he would call me and Chris uh, Sad Cuomos. Sad, sad boy Cuomo. He'd say, you, you're a bunch of sad Cuomos, you boys. You're a bunch of sad Cuomos. Now, and um, you know, that's what we called ourselves the Sad Cuomos, me and Chris. He's, he's really a great guy. He's been, 
He's been like, he's been with me on this forever. I love you. I love you, baby, bro. So you're saying at uh, dinner time, uh, the Cuomo family sitting around slurping they spaghetti. They massacred us. You're, you're, you're eating lasagna. You're eating rigatoni. Uh, all the variety of things Italians do. And we're eating all the, <laughs> we're eating, we're eating ass. We're eat, that's what Italians eat. Is You know what Italians eat? They eat Polish sausage. Italians eat Chinese food. That's what Italians it's a, eat. It's a, uh, growing up in Italy, we would eat kielbasa. Yeah. <laughs> growing up in Italy, we'd eat a big pile of, of manja, which is shit. That's I, don't, I have no manja? I can't continue this Andrew Cuomo ruse. Oh, well, should we go back to Shakespeare? <laughs> go back to Shakespeare. What's a, what's a line from Shakespeare? Who is a Shakespearean character? He is like Julius Caesar in a way. Everyone stabbed him in the back. <laughs> yeah, by, by stabbing him in the back, you mean all of his closest aides quit. <laughs> yeah. And everyone denounced him. Biden denounced him. Well, uh, also, then Biden also said he done a hell of a job as a governor. Uh, man, no, here's, I, a, here's I, a line. Here's a line. For who so firm that cannot be seduced? Caesar doth bear me hard, but he loves Brutus. Mm. So I guess Cassius is complaining that, um, I guess Cassius is jealous of the relationship between Caesar and Brutus and, and how much they bone in their togas. There's a lot of homoerotic supertext to Julius Caesar. Yeah. Has well, there ever been like an, an Andy Warhol's Julius Caesar? In you the know, brackets like a really... of the Shakespeare wrote in the brackets that like boners, visible boner in toga. So. <laughs> <laughs> VBIT, yes, you know. Uh, it's drag comes from uh, a dress resembling a girl and uh, that's where <laughs> that's where we that's where we get the visible toga boners. Yeah. That, that subset of the gay community. Yeah, the gay community, uh, you guys kind of quit doing togas, I guess. You left that. <laughs> that's now just the straight, only the straight, the straight. boys. I, I, the straights, yeah. they. they you tell th That's the biggest cultural appropriation <laughs> is the appropriation of toga parties yeah. to use for heterosexuality instead of togas were made so that they would unfold and bloom beautifully as a boner erupted from beneath it. And now... <laughs> Their, their Protestant heterosexual shame has denuded the toga into some sort of hail craft for the status quo, and I'll have no part of it, mister. Yeah, I think there's I'm nothing no, more... I'll never attend. There's nothing more, like, heteronormative than elastic underpants, you know? <laughs> you, you're, trying to, you're trying to strap the, the boner down. You're yeah. not letting it, you know, come to it life. Is, it's the most anti-Stoic underpant, you know? What, what, who is the Stoic guy that people love who, like, dress like a dog and shat in a barrel and, you know, fuck dogs. Diogenes? And, you know, <laughs> shat on dogs. Yeah, Diogenes. That guy? Yeah. Is that really who you're referring to? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's who I'm referring to. I find Diogenes he, annoying. I would have been one of the townspeople who was like, go into a ditch, Diogenes. I don't want to see you around he these parts. Yeah, it's weird how people like Stoics, but Diogenes was basically just a crust punk. Yeah. And uh, crust, he, he'd just get on the L train and be like, I need a hot meal. Hey, where can I go dumpster diving? Yeah. <laughs> I could go back to my, my mom's house in, in Wisconsin. I hate that bitch. I think uh, some friends of the show once let some crust punks stay at their house. 
and the crust punks brought a, a gift gifts that they had found in the dumpster <laughs> they're like we found these things dumpster diving and we brought them for you <laughs> ah, ah, that's great ah, the, the ancient greeks speak of such hospitality i <laughs> uh, love these crusties this is this is very honorable in their culture we must accept just uh, the Star Trek where they go to the planet of Crust Punks and then Worf offends them somehow and then they have to fight the Crust Punks. Yeah. Oh, boy. The Good Crust Punks Star have Trek. some sort of spaceship made out of garbage. Some dumpster spaceship. Your dog is barking. What's he saying? He's barking. He's barking at other dogs. He's saying, uh, uh, I am feeling perturbed by these other dogs and I would like to see what it's all about you can see what dogs are, are crossing all right hmm? from your apartment? he can hear them oh, can the, hear there them. i live out i live across from a dog park oh which in hindsight you know <laughs> seemed like a good idea at the time but uh he he gets that's yeah that's he gets kind a little of like riled up babies will get all riled up when they smell milk on you so you know uh, okay so having having boobs can be a bit of a uh, bit of an oversight there that's mm. why it's why gay men have very docile babies <laughs> you're right there's they're not around milk they're well, not yeah, getting all they're not, they're not smell, getting like all juiced hold, up around milk because like, when you hold the baby as a man it doesn't smell milk just on you because the milk is just you just got milk smell when you got boobs so what you're saying if you want a disciplined baby take it away from the mother as soon as possible and put it up to a male pectoral if you want, um, like, a Spartan you know, it's not baby. Gonna no, if you want it to just not be, like, ravenously doing this thing with its head where it's trying to find a nipple. It's like, head, <laughs> it, it, like it'll headbutt you until it finds a nipple. That's ba <laughs> The baby instinct is to headbutt and crawl up a body looking for, like, headbutting and looking for a nipple. It's very that's funny the, to put a baby. I love that rooting reflex. Put a baby you see on that your in real stomach, life. and then it's, it's, it's like a very tickly funny thing because it, it, it'll crawl up you and then headbutt you looking for a nipple. <laughs> that's nice yeah you, it's and nice you're like, that you and have then, a baby then you're like haha i don't have a nipple <laughs> yeah but well i do but not one that's gonna do anything yeah, and it's, it's uh helping her get valuable neck neck muscles there you go her she'll be up, like so. danzig in no time yeah an interesting thing i learned is that babies with larger heads uh, learn to walk later because their heads are so heavy it takes longer <laughs> for their muscles to get strong enough to hold them up heavy is the head that wears the crown yes which i think is also a shakespeare reference i don't know i only know looking up shakespeare on the internet okay what know. is heavy is the head that wears the crown from is that's not from julie that's from lear it's from king king ass hey google king king fuck <laughs> gonna google search it no um tiny king fuck shakespeare's tiny king fuck heavy oh pretty tiny king fuck pretty. lord on the woods shuffling off this corridor of vast riches tiny king fuck bestoweth upon thee his only intent oh it's night from lord pretty henry the fourth one of the henry, henry the fourth there we go henry's they suck <laughs> no henry the fifth was not did not suck mmm <laughs> You dog! I will strangle you. Oh no! You're I mad will murder at the dog. you with my bare hands. No, Henry the I Fifth. I will skin you. Henry the Fifth was a was a epic bacon Henry. 
He was a, he was he was the epic uh, turkey leg eating bacon hen. Yeah, I mean he went went over and like conquered France and then immediately died. Yeah, killed a bunch of his wives. Alpha. No, he, no, he didn't. <laughs> Wait, not, that's Henry VIII. Yeah, I'm, Henry V was the, was like Henry V is like a national hero of England. They friggin' love him. They love Hank, old Hank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he would be called Hank, and I believe that's where the nickname comes from. Is Shakespeare's Henry V? I think. Really? I think. Well, we're learning all about literature today. On I could be wrong. Decline. Is Hank used in Henry V? Sorry for the typing noise. Oh, Hank. Sorry, sorry for the dog barking. Um, well, there's bash, this character yeah. Falstaff that's like. <clears throat> no, I'm just getting stuff about Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> Google's and what a good guy Google he is. sucks now. Yeah, Google's they, got they, too many results. They uh, <laughs> they sold out to Big Hank Azaria. You try it's to Google like Hank Azaria. Try to Google a question, and then they just return to you like all the results about the most Googled word in your question. Mm-hmm. It just returned to me all these results about Hank Azaria. I Googled who really killed JFK, and <laughs> Hank Azaria. Oh my god. Yeah. Who yeah. did really kill JFK? Though? Google stopped working on their like how their main product works. They don't give a shit about the Google search anymore. They now all they're doing is. Selling our information to different companies. Mm-hmm. That's okay. No. That we should all start using DuckDuckGo. That that also is just a bad search engine. So. Okay. I try we to use make it. a good search engine. I know. That ha- doesn't have a stupid name. I know. And it's not DuckDuckGo. Um, why Why hasn't someone done that? I guess because there's no money in it. Well, there used to be. I mean. There used to be money in it, but Google has become a monopoly, and since everyone uses Chrome and Chrome's search bar defaults to Google search, it's basically impossible to do a Google, to do a Google competitor. They also mm-hmm. like crushed their search comp- competition in uh, monopolistic in monopolistic ways. So mm-hmm. sucks our government is incompetent because they could easily mm-hmm. be taken apart for antitrust violations. Well. You know, they're big donors, tech yeah. companies. They're giving money to everybody. They're playing Mostly every the side Democrats. of the field. Mostly the Democrats. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bunch <laughs> of blue dog Democrats. Yeah. Bunch of blue dog Democrats letting Twitter spy on everybody. Uh, banning me from Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck you, Kristen Sedema. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, uh, poor old Jack Dump banned from Twitter. Poor old Jack Dump banned from Twitter. I got banned from Twitter for the dumbest shit, and... I got mad. The lesson is I got mad on Twitter and I lost the game because I got genuinely mad at somebody and then I insulted them and then they reported me and I had strikes before when I got mad at somebody. But I'm taking a positive view on this. It means that any terrible or embarrassing tweet that I may have had is generally unsearchable. And I doubt people have... uh, made tons of screen caps of my stuff you think no yeah (laughs) so i don't know i'm taking it as an opportunity to regrow it's mildly disappointing yeah well you had amassed a large amount of followers two two 2k is okay but you've gotten some big accounts too I got some i got some big accounts some big but then i i have to get them to notice me again twitter 
this horrible game where you're always like, notice me, senpai. Yeah, I was notice thinking me, about senpai. how you are I actually, think. like, because of video games, you are actually used to, like, losing a save file and having to start over or something like that. Yeah, this is an L. So, and, but also you just have to, it's not that big a deal, because it's fucking Twitter. If, it's different because I, uh, I'm not making money off of it. If I was making money off of it because it was, like, my main if if we have monetized anything, then I would be more pissed off and I would have probably been more careful. But because we're still, as of now, just doing this for fun. And for free, for all you fine, wonderful folks out there, go to houseofdecline.com, yeah. click subscribe, <laughs> and then you can save money. Mm-hmm. Because it's free. Um... Uh, but yeah, don't don't sweat it if you get banned from Twitter. Also, and as well, everybody, you know, there are tons me, of accounts. That let get me go over your back. first mistake. Yeah, which was you didn't use an alt account. I should have used an alt account. When I got trolled by, so recently I posted a picture of the Pierce Brosnan movie where he's dressed up like a Native American on the cover. Yeah. And someone got mad at me and started calling me racist. So yeah. I switched to my alt account and started posting hardcore gay porn as replies <laughs> to him. It's a classic strategy. Right. And then, of course, I went on his page and found a bunch of transphobic stuff. And then I said, you're transphobic. <laughs> and he immediately shut up. Um, <laughs> so your number one mistake was you did not use an alt account until he blocked you or muted you. And then you switched to the podcast account. I And you wisely blocked the person. I was like, no. You, 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 you came in you came in to steady my <laughs> steady my shaking hand we almost uh, got because our i don't know how to use band. this website yeah yeah then i would have to use the rod on you the whip yes yes <laughs> any rate uh i look forward it, it's fun getting into a new account it feels different i followed different people you followed different people on this account so it's a whole different vibe uh, and I'm getting some new large accounts that I had not before. I'm collecting. Yeah. I'm collecting these big guys. Um, who did you? But Let's that's what see. it really feels like sometimes. Is that if you like, if you can tap dance well enough for these people, then so, maybe you can get invited to the leftist shit posting club. So did Sean McCarthy follow you? Yeah, like, I got Sean. I got again? Sean McCarthy back. You got him. A, wow, he loves you. You got. I love Sean McCarthy. He's got, a big weirdo. You've got the gaming disorder pog. All, and that's a big account. Oh yeah, yeah. Rune Seville. I love that account. That's a great account. I cannot stand that account. I know it's a, you, it's designed to make you hate everything. Because well, like just unsourced claims that are wrong. <laughs> And then, yeah, then but doing, it's about getting your spirits up. This she's list. like, here's a forty threat, forty tweet long thread about why the United States shouldn't have bombed Hiroshima, and I don't source anything. Uh, there's there are good sources on why they shouldn't have bombed mm, Hiroshima. Not are you pro bombing of Hiroshima? Mm, uh, let's leave that for another episode. Let's <laughs> Wait, leave. Our, no, let's no. Leave are you pro bombing of Hiroshima? Just wondering. <laughs> No, That'll are be you on Hiroshima curious? Well, we uh, would you rather that we just did what we did to Tokyo, which was use the, the amount of bombs that we dropped on Tokyo exceeded the force of one atomic bomb, 
and we I, killed 100,000 people with normal y- bombs. Yes. I Okay. But we could have just done that. Uh, Yes, but uh, nuclear weaponry is it leaves an imprint on the landscape that uh, that other stuff doesn't. Uh, but also, you know, we didn't have to push it. There was some elements of Japanese surrender. It wasn't necessarily going to become a bloodbath in the Pacific. Well, as predicted. Yeah. I mean, basically, it comes down to they attacked us, so it's fair. Anything's fair game. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, but using the worst thing that's ever been invented is, uh, We I could have know. used, like, biological weapons. I guess that, I guess we didn't have them. I then. guess it is, and I guess, is, is a nuke worse than, say, Agent Orange? I don't know, we could have done that thing. Is a nuke thing, worse than White Phosphorus? We could have done phosphorus. that thing where we, where we turned them all gay. <laughs> the gay that, bomb? We did that to Russia. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone in Russia is gay, but you have to be super mask about it, and they kill all the twinks, or else make they make them perform in Eurovision. Well, we dropped one bomb on them, and then they still didn't surrender. Uh, hardy guys. Gotta love the so, Russians. So, I don't know what it would have taken. I mean, what 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 is the what is the um all the alternative? They wanted us to do a land invasion. Is that what Gaming Disorder Pog says? Is that yes, we should have done a land invasion. No, I, well, I think there was uh, some agreement in leftist historians that uh, there wasn't a huge effort to mobilize troops in the Pacific by the Japanese army, and there was actually talks of peace or talks oh, of deals. Okay, so there were the, some deals that were going it's on. It's complete bullshit then. But that what you're saying that no, really, really that we weren't at war with Japan. <laughs> If you look no, at it, <laughs> there were a war in Japan, but it's like uh, they had mostly been uh, defeated. And we, you don't need to do the Dresden bombings on Tokyo either. You can just uh, or uh, maybe I don't know anything about this uh, type of history. I so I don't know anything well, about. That's why I don't like her thread, been. gaming disorder pogs threads, because it convinces people who don't necessarily know stuff that they're. I like, didn't read any thread we on that. I know war with Japan. Actually, they I know, wanted peace know, the we whole were time. With, yeah, I don't think they said that. I'm not. I'm they not were, representing the gaming disorder pog. I'm not representing the pog. I don't know. I don't speak for the pog. All I can say is uh, that uh, I I think uh, there's some scholarship on whether or not nuclear weapons were necessary, and well, not all of it points that to the fact they, that there were. I got scholarship that says they asked for it. They were like, <laughs> do it. We dare you. Did you stop hitting yourself? <laughs> but to two cities, stop hitting yourself, Hiroshima. Stop hitting yourself, Nagasaki. Well, I mean, you know, part the some of the bad things that we did that I do admit are that we lied about radioactivity. We sure were like, no, uh, what's that? We don't know about radio. What? What does that word mm-hmm. mean? No, it isn't. It's not radioactive. Mm-hmm. We did lie about that. And the, the New York Times specifically published that propaganda. Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah, the Lie York Times, they <laughs> yeah. should be called. <laughs> that's The not New what, York Lies. Yeah, that's the slur people use against the New York Times. <laughs> yes, that is the slur. <laughs> the There's lie no York. other slur that can be, replace <laughs> new. 
no, there's enough casual anti-Semitism yeah, who on do this you think, podcast. Who do you think developed this atomic bomb of yours? <laughs> hey, hey, whoa! Whoa! Don't blame the smart. Uh, they okay. were more German than Jewish, okay? Yeah. No, <laughs> they, they, Germans. No. They were know. Germans. They yeah. were German Jews, okay? Oh, so you're, you're just denying their Jewishness. You're so anti-Semitic. Oh, God. You can't, oh, God. You gotta let it breathe, Larry. So important. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I also... I've had I've had quite a week, because not only did I get kicked off of Twitter, I quit my job Yay. as well. Nothing... No better feeling. Yeah. Uh, the events have nothing to do with each other. Probably not. Uh, you don't, you don't <laughs> think uh, getting kicked off Twitter sent you spiraling downward? No. Well, in a way, in a way it did cuz it uh it reminded me that what I was doing a lot or what I was living for mostly during the day was fucking Twitter. Like my job, it's just all cortisol, 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 no relief, no relief, no relief. And so you do little Twitter breaks throughout the day. Get your five minutes little dopamine. Get some little likes. Ooh, you get someone who noticed you. Mmm, mmm, that's better. That's so much better than this person who's yelling at me. Mm. Uh, in order, or this person who needs their money. And so uh, it made me realize that uh, I had essentially just been white-knuckling this job that I hated so much that I was routinely throwing up, yeah. like, every morning. Just, like, severe anxiety. And that's not normal. Not every morning, you know. And it was starting to ruin my teeth. I would have these, like, I could just feel the acid pulsating against my esophagus. And my teeth felt soft afterwards. Your teeth were falling felt, out? Oh, no. Not falling out. But it's like, you, you shouldn't... It, it, I had become functionally bulimic or anxiety bulimic. And it's it's not good for your bones. It's not good for your mouth bones. Well, you have a bunch of acid passing through it constantly. Yeah. And it's not good for yours. You get a lot of cancer that way because it means the cells divide faster. You got more cells. You got more chances of cancer. Uh, yep, <laughs> so, it's all true. It's all true. I have to take, I try to take uh, acid reflux medicine to lower my cancer risks. Mm -hmm. It's all true what you say. And so... Just doing that for two and a half, and it's funny because it started right at the beginning of this job, two and a half years, and it was a good job. Best job I've ever had. Paid a living wage. They treated me with humanity. Uh, only had to work eight hours a day. Uh, no expectation of overtime. You know, uh, 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 good co-workers, good supervisors, and I still couldn't fucking hack it because this type of job is... Um, so incredibly mind-numbing and stress-inducing for me. I'm sure not for other people, but for me it was just like, uh, you know, going to the sandpaper factory where my job is to just rub my face against sandpaper for eight hours a day. And then when you have to go to the bathroom, you have to rub your balls against yeah, sandpaper. Yeah, you have to rub your balls against sandpaper. <laughs> That's, nice That's the only break. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was Twitter for me. It was rubbing my balls against sandpaper. Ooh. And so, uh, uh, I think, I think it's going to be good because as soon as I quit, uh, I stopped throwing up in the morning. Yeah. Like your mental health, your mental health yeah. improved. 
my mental health immediately improved uh, because there was no looming sense of dread or obligation uh, that I couldn't handle or that well, was out of my control. how do you fill your days now? How do I fill my days now? Uh, well, I'm coasting on some savings and I'm going to apply for benefits. Whee! Well, that's not quite what I meant by fill. Yeah, uh, but... Uh, like, what do just, you do uh, during the d- day? Just uh, devoting more time to drawing. Draw- devoting more drawing. time to comics. That's good. I have this preliminary idea of what I want to do, and that's go to animation school. We'll see how that turns out. Go back to school. Go back to school with the El Ninos. Yeah, I'm going to like a bunch of little emo kids, a bunch of kids who like love have anime tattoos. You need a DeviantArt like account. That. Do you have one? I, I, DeviantArt is very popular. I'm sure my, I'm sure I have a high school DeviantArt my account. DeviantArt, I kept my somewhere. DeviantArt account uh, active since it wow. goes back to 2004. It's the only proof I have that I, well, it's the oldest proof I have of my screen name being mine because this Belgian company took my screen name and turned it into an ad company. Fucking Belgians. Yeah, they own, First the Congo Free State, yeah, now this. Yeah, they own snapdais.com. <laughs> Bastards, I, I fucking own, Belgians! I own snapdais.org. Um, okay. It's just one guy. <coughs> so. You, you gotta fight him. Let's go to Belgium and get some waffles. I don't think him. he can do a copyright <clears throat> claim against me from Belgium, so I'm not too worried. Mm. I'm also on new meds. Oh, cool. Which, uh, if you don't mind saying, which ones? Uh, mirtazapine. Mer- Mer- oh, boy. That, they've, they've gone up. I don't know what that is. Mirtazapine. Is that, does it make Mer- your Mer- dick Mirtazapine. Is that for making your no, dick No, actually, it's, uh, it's good because erectile dysfunction is not one of the side effects. Uh, that's the side effect of, uh, many an SSRI. This uh-huh. one, the side effect is you're hungry all the time. Uh-oh, don't do, oh, maybe you should start smoking. <laughs> good advice <laughs> uh but and also constipation and also it's it's very it's pretty strong it's the first ssri i've ever taken where i felt a, like a noticeable difference like from day one wow they're, they're making it strong like acid huh i don't know what do i i wonder if i have i didn't check the milligrams send on some it. over sure yeah, what here, throw some over let the me border. give you a piece of advice stop taking it save it up send it to me <laughs> well, I apparently like I've I've been looking it up, and uh, you know when you go off an SSRI, you get the brain zaps. Yeah, I still get them for forever now. Oh, that sucks because you okay. were on them for so long, and then you went off them. Well, I was on Wellbutrin uh, for quite a long time, high amounts of Wellbutrin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, I get brain zaps and why I why did you get off of it just because you couldn't feel anything or you didn't oh, feel I, right no, I just, anymore uh, more like i was like i don't want to be on this stuff the only reason mm. i'm on this stuff is to graduate college and once i it took me seven years and then i graduated and then i was like never gonna do two things again education or drugs from a psychiatrist mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. had my fill they don't know what's good for you <laughs> uh, but anyway, you're going back to school. <laughs> Any yeah. <on> new drugs? <laughs> um, uh, I I think it might work for me. I'm a little. I I thrive a little better in the school environment. Uh, I law school was kind of fun for me. I wasn't throwing up in law school. 
there's something about the regimented quality and the fact that the only person I have to fail is myself. If other people aren't depending on me, it's it's a lot easier to, you know, go along to get along. That's why I'm a lone wolf. Don't don't depend on me. I'll let you down. I'll let you down, baby. But honestly, the only the only reason why I couldn't do this job is because it was you think you can do a job you hate for eight hours a day and be cool with it because it's paying you a living wage. But it's really hard after a while. Yeah. I, Especially I like a desk job. I couldn't you know? do it with the insurance job. I had to find a way to quit. But your job was also actively evil as well, which is like it, well, it wasn't yeah, no I mean, more evil than what I do, I guess. What no, I, I think it's more but. evil, but you ha- I'd have to go looking for ways to make me feel bad about it. Like if I had just been like a dumb guy answering the phone, I would never and I had no curiosity, I would not have found out that they were donating to the Republican Party and supporting Trump. Yeah. Um but, you know, it, that gave me an easy out when the real reason I was quitting is because, like, all the customers are horrible to me and call me mm-hmm. incompetent because the insurance, like, they call me incompetent because I've been trained to do things in a certain way that I have to, like, I have to transfer this call to you. Yeah. I'm not incompetent. <laughs> That's your job as a customer service person to take the to be the frontline worker that takes abuse. Yeah. And you know, that was basically my job as well is just you you know, you take you take a little abuse from everybody, people screwing you over cuz it's your head if anything bad happens and uh but it yeah. wasn't even that hard. It's just something that I felt intensely because of overprojected anxiety. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I'm a gigantic pussy that wants to do cartoons. Yeah, so am I. I'm a huge, I was, I was telling Caitlin how big of a coward I am, that if I wasn't such a coward, I probably would have made something with myself, but. There you go. We're all cowards. Yeah. We're all cowards. It's a coward's podcast. It's. Podcast for cowards. It's all bad and it only gets worse. No, that's not the tagline. Actually, there's lots of hope. That's our tagline. What do you mean? We can't change. You didn't. We had no discussion. You didn't ask me to the table. That's still our tagline, as far as I'm concerned. It's our tag. It's our tagline. That's on our branding. We'll put that on our first T-shirt that we put out. Yes. Oh, and please, we are going to have T-shirts now that Alex has no job. There's no excuse for him not to make a T-shirt. You're right. You're right. It should be black. Uh, of course, yeah. and then white, yeah. white, some kind of thing on it, like art. It'll be cheaper that way. Yeah. yeah. Will it? No. We'll have, we can we can sell Mishima baby t-shirts. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> might be. Might I don't get in know trouble if people would one. go for that. Yeah, get yeah. accused of anti-Asian racism. You're not. I don't stuck. know. My first my first role model is a child uh, with short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So take that woke police hmm. <laughs> that's actually true i i love short round as a kid i so identify with short round and wanted to be indiana jones's little scrappy friend who rescues him in the end then my dad was like do the voice do the voice alex and i'm not gonna do the voice now but i did the voice as a kid and oh you did racist. The, the asian voice yeah oh, i yeah. said i love you dr jones but not like that Let's see if we can pull that but up. Not like that. Is is short round has like everything about Temple of Doom is racist except for Short Round, who's actually you know a cool sympathetic character. I'm sure Short Round is racist. I'm sure I'm carrying water 
Is it? Because well, Temple of Doom is like uniquely whoa. There's a lot of a lot of strange depictions of ancient people in this movie. Let me see if I got any. Here, hold on. Let's see. Indiana Jones versus Asia. <laughs> wow! Holy smoke! Class landing. Short round. Step on it. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Hold on to your potatoes. Try that. Hold on to your potatoes. Yeah. That's yeah. I love I love Short Rat. He's the best. What are you, he used pot- to put blocks on his feet in order to drive? Are the potatoes the like the, your cojones? Yeah, that's 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 uh, Chinese for cojones. Wow. But he's speaking in English. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, aren't they making like Indiana Jones six five? Yeah. Six? Yeah, they're making it, and like forget about Shia LaBeouf. He beats up women apparently, allegedly. Uh, and so full-grown short round takes over the mantle. Boom. It's Henry Golding. It's, you got it. You got it covered. You know, and he's, he puts on the fedora. He becomes Captain Fedora Artifact Thief. He becomes Grave Robber. Oh, it is five. It's five. Yeah. It's 2022. The untitled fifth Indiana Jones film is expected. If they don't, if they don't have adult short round, they're seriously missing missing the boat here. They're gonna do that thing where they make uh, Indiana Jones look young. That's seriously yeah. they're gonna do that. Really? They're gonna Irishman him up? Yeah, I think they're just gonna Irishman him. Uh, dang. I mean, there is the text, uh, the reading the text of the Irishman as being about pathetic old men. But I don't see it that way. I see it as more of like, uh, it was more of a Clint Eastwood, the mule sort of thing where he's trying to say, hey, us olds, we're pretty fucking cool. How great would it be if Shia LaBeouf's contract like stipulates that he has to be in the fifth Indiana Jones movie? And they have to, and he sues them in a major lawsuit and they have to concede and they have to put him in. Uh... I people I I he probably got a pay or play contract uh maybe he, not probably but he maybe got a pay or play contract where they have to pay him regardless if he's in it or not. Damn, you need to forget all that knowledge. That's your old life. It's my old life. Pay or play contract for actors? No. Uh-uh. No. Now you do it's Not going to do. Now you do t-shirt sales. Now I'm, now I'm a t-shirt guy. I'm a shirt guy. <laughs> We're shirt guys now. Yeah. We're going to post amusing things on t-shirts. We're going to have a t-shirt that says uh yeah that Wait, let's have a t-shirt <laughs> Actually, that says would be a bad t-shirt. brett kavanaugh and shia labeouf <laughs> remember because he did boofing he did boofing <laughs> he did boofing you shove you shove a you shove a shia up brett kavanaugh's butt you you soak shia labeouf's hair in in vodka and you make a little tampon out of it and put it out. Yeah. You Brett fill a toilet with vodka and you give him a, uh, what's it called? A, 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 a squ- squishy? What do you call it a when sw- you when you put some, a swirly? A swirly, give yeah. A swirly, swirly in vodka toilet? In vodka toilet. Yeah, that's the classic mm. um, hazing ritual where people die and parents get mad and they're like, they, they gave my son a swirly in a vodka toilet until he mm. died. They waterboarded my son with vodka until he died. Um, ma'am, it was technically vodka boarding. <laughs> nice, bro. Yeah. In the courtroom, the frat guys are high-fiving every time. 
every time the prosecution they brought the casket of the deceased inside the courtroom for some reason and the parents are weeping and they're like they're like uh, teabagging it the judge is like this is highly unusual but i'll allow it yeah the judge is a me- the judge is in the fraternity yeah. i'm an old delta chi member myself and this is totally normal yeah he he signed the nda we shouldn't even be having this court proceeding right now. Uh, you could die in worse ways than uh, vodka swirly. Yeah, like like falling from a balcony. I think there were some ways uh, some frat a frat guy got blackout drunk and fell from a balcony. There's a lot mm. of a lot of frat deaths in this country. Mm. Because of balconies. Because we gotta of, get rid of balconies bro. because of the drinking you know the binge drinking where they're like oh, yeah. you have to because we've you've spent 18 years bottling up this like how Bottle. cool drinking is and you get to college and you can finally do it like no rules no parents then it's like i'm gonna drink every bottle of alcohol in the liquor store and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'll be fine mm-hmm are you saying this is what happened to you? Uh, well, yeah, it happens to a lot of people, I think. Um, mm. That's when I started drinking. I, I feel like if I maybe had like a, you know, like the French style where they give you like a tiny taste of wine when you're like three and then they gradually ease you up until you're 16 mm. and you're like smoking cigarettes and drinking wine yeah. constantly. Yeah. But you could you could be a French guy. But doing it like responsibly. Mm hmm. Sort of. I don't know. I feel like French people, like, they they are really into, like, pushing their children out of the nest early. Uh, yeah, because they're all ephebophiliacs. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all pushing you out of the nest into the arms of the neighbor. Yeah. Uh, you know, they like them, they, they like Jordan Peterson, they like them young. And related to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, is that a thing that Jordan Peterson has an uncomfortably, like, uh, Electra relationship with uh, Michaela? Uh-huh. That's a, that's a meme about Jordan Peterson? Yeah, because he's, he's constantly, like, got his arms around her while she's not wearing a lot of clothing. You're so beautiful. You remind me of your mother when she was your age. <laughs> Have you seen? Yeah, I mean, yes. Ooh. It's uncomfortable. They they Ooh. They went to Russia together. She got pregnant from her <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peterson's next book is going to be called Eight Simple Rules for Fucking Your Teenage Daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anyone remembers that old sitcom. Yeah. With, uh, famous uh, for having John Ritter die on it. Oh, yeah, oh really? Yeah, John Ritter was the original star, and then he died. And then they continued the show with David Spade. As the new dad? As he replaced... He's not the new dad. They were had an episode where it's like, Dad died, and now Uncle David Spade is here, and he's going to be the male protagonist of the show. And it lasted for another season and then was canceled. Yeah, David Spade's not... astonishing. He's not really, like, very good. Well, he's he is only good because he's great at when he's frustrated at Chris Farley. That is his... That was his only yeah. niche. That was his one thing. He had hermit crabbed his way into Hollywood because of how good he was at getting pissed off at Chris Farley in movies. 
And when Chris died, you know, he didn't attend the funeral because can you imagine watching your meal ticket go down the drain like that? Ouch. Mm. And Chris Farley had too many meal tickets himself. Boy, oi. You know, next year uh, I'll be as old as Chris Farley when he died. What? He was 33. Just wow, like Jesus. Was, that, I thought he was like in his 40s. Yeah. He kind of looked like he was in his 40s. Yeah, he lived real hard. He lived real hard. Cocaine and cheeseburgers will do that to you. Oh, man. I could. I wish I could get a cheeseburger here. You can't get a cheeseburger here. Well, not in my house at 5.32 p.m. on a Sunday. No, I can't. Mm. But I can get a pizza, and I'm going to make a pizza. You're going to make a pizza. Pepperoni. Oh. Yeah, pepperoni style. Yeah, they have pepperoni um, the, styles. The pizza situation is is here is like one of the worst I've seen. Michigan pizza not cutting it. They Michigan just, not famous for its pizza. They do not do any kind of thin crust. No. So when you order a thin crust, you get like a, a Domino's pizza. They're like, yeah, Domino's. It's all thick set. Is, this yeah. is actually the birthplace of Domino's pizza. Ugh. Domino's is headquartered here. I almost considered applying there because I think we talked about it in an episode. Yeah. Uh, Domino's corporate. <laughs> Domino's a, corporate. Hey. How can I help you, Domino's corporate? It's me, it's uh, me Jimmy Fingers, the CFO. I'm here to guide you on a tour of the offices. Oh. Um. So I have to like buy this dough. I should get if I could find better dough. I could cook it. Find better. Pizza. Make your own dough. Oh my God. No, thank you. Make your own dough like a fucking man. I'm not. I don't have time to let anything rise. Okay. <laughs> I need dick pills for my dough, okay? It's not rising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got yeast chew. It's dick pills for your dough. Get you go to the rise. It gets real hard. You don't want that to happen That's to your like, dough. It's real bad. Trying That's why yeast. it was discontinued. I'm a yeast salesman trying to sell yeast. It's like dick pills yeah. for your dough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's yeast. Dick pills for your dough. Uh... <laughs> Oh, mercy. Well, work sucks. Uh, and you know who knew that? Osama bin Laden. Yeah, that's why, that was just why he was trying to take us down. Yeah. Work sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, fucking Americans, you know? They love work. Work sucks. Gotta take them down. I don't understand anyone who likes their job. Uh, if you genuinely so what i found also during the pandemic is that um with my job which involved a lot of multitasking and keeping track of a lot of files i felt overwhelmed and lost but i loved doing uh like trying to do a daily cartoon because it's something that i can focus on just for three hours straight and not be distracted and uh, it made me realize that I like process-oriented tasks where I'm not uh, having to, where I can just get one thing completed at a time. And um, I don't know, I, I think for a lot of people, for some people, not for a lot of people, I think for some lucky people, they can find that thing where they don't have to expend a lot of energy to focus on it. Um, and with drawing... I think I have found that to some degree, uh, which is nice. Maybe I can have a go at it. Uh, so I, I think it's important for people to, if they need to subsist comfortably in capitalism. I mean, 
Honestly, try and scam your way through it. Try and do anything, you know, get on the dole. No shame on it. Uh, yeah, show butthole for cash. Show but show hole for cash. You know, do whatever you can. But if you're able to find something that you don't have to expend effort to focus on and you can do that for money, that's good. Just try and try and find that. It, it'll it'll help you out in this cruel world. And I think just getting to this age that I am now, 32, I've finally stopped lying to myself about what I can really do. So maybe I can work with that. Some people find that in a shorter amount of time, and uh, I didn't, but uh, eh, whatever. It's not a race, except uh, unless I die tomorrow, then I will have squandered everything. <laughs> No. No. I don't feel that way. Well, let Antony and Caesar fall together. Hell yeah. And we'll see you next week. This has been House of Decline. <laughs> <laughs>